Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film Imprint, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and it went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything, learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, of my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and I've learned so much and I have gotten all the tips, tricks, what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode. You will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that I know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan. Let's get started. Hello, I am your precious piece of pasta and you, my precious fucking peanuts. And uh, today, it's back to writing. Now today, I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about making conflict. Now this idea crossed my mind because um, right now I'm helping my friend, author child, make her own book and, um, you know, and... She has a bunch of sibling characters. I'm not going to spoil too much for you. And, you know, and I... And while they don't have many fights and stuff going on, I was thinking about it and it's like, well, in, well, siblings have fights all the time. That's what generates conflict between them. The real thing is if they, um, if they apologize to each other and get back together, you know, and that could be a flaw to overcome, you know, to be more understanding of each other. So that's where this today's idea came from and I just wanted to just wanted to include it today so like the example I just gave uh, one of the things you can do is if you're having a bunch of sibling characters or um, have a bunch of characters that are in that type of familial relationship you know the family type of bond between them um, what you can do is you can have them argue with each other and such you know and really just, you know, play off of their character flaws. But, um, one of the things that many writers forget is not only to play off character flaws, like, for example, one sibling is too stubborn, therefore they will, they will not, um, change their beliefs despite all of the facts that are given to them by their other sibling or something like that, um, which you could, what many writers forget is that, um, when writing, you know, human characters, you have to remember that they're human and they make honest, genuine mistakes. And that don't necessarily fit into their character, you know? I've made mistakes, you've made mistakes, you know, and while my mistakes generally fit into my character, some are just, you know, some just happen, you know? It's, you know, like, you know, knocking over soda isn't necessarily like a personality trait that I have. I'm not a clumsy person, you know, um, of course we all have our off days, but I'm not, I'm not generally a clumsy person. So when I knock over that soda, that's a genuine human mistake. And that's what, and that's what some re some writers and including myself, um, if we keep forgetting is that you all, it would also be good to include genuine, honest human mistakes. Now, of course, having a character flaw to back up those mistakes will make it make sense to the reader or the watcher, depending on if you're, um, 
making a movie series or something like that. But at the same time, having honest, genuine human mistakes with no nothing to back them up, it's just something that the characters later own up to or own up to at the moment, you know? And we have to remember that, that um, genuine, human, genuine human flaw will, can generate conflict as well, you know? Like, someone makes an honest, genuine mistake that starts off the whole plot course. You know, they're not necessarily clumsy. They didn't slip into that evil villain lair on purpose or because they're a klutz. They did so because they just slipped and fell. <laughs> you know? So that's something to keep in mind for generating conflict. Um, another thing is, like I said, play at their character flaws. You know, if you have a stubborn character other characters around them could be trying to convince them of something otherwise than what they believe and yet their stubbornness c keeps them from believing them so that creates character f conflict between them they could be arrogant they could be cocky you know and while i'm stating more general character um more negative character traits that you can still do the same with more positive ones. For example, someone who's really, really kind and really nice, well, that may, seem, may make it seem like everyone would love them. But in reality, you have to remember that people take advantage of kindness, people are manipulative and stuff, which also generates conflict. You know, take the, take the character's greatest strengths, like, you know, being very confident in yourself, or something like that and give them flaws that go with that for example someone who's very confident in themselves may seem overconfident to others which will make them make them be like you arrogant person you know because people are like that people people have misunderstandings that's another way to generate conflict is if there's a misunderstanding between characters like with the like with the example i just gave someone who's very confident in themselves not to the point they're arrogant but confident in themselves enough to you know be you know for it to show to others you know and other people could be like oh, they're overconfident and arrogant but that could just be a misunderstanding they could just be really proud of themselves that day for doing something really cool that they've been wanting to do for a while or get a new job or something like that you know something that others may perceive as wrong, which creates a misunderstanding, which creates conflict. Um, another another thing to think about when creating conflict is um, conflict in relationships. Now, every relationship is going to have arguments, okay? You're not going to find the perfect marriage or the perfect couple, you know? So you have to understand that there's going to be arguments between them. And for the longest time, I... I did not implement this, or at least in my daydream world, I did not implement this. There were no arguments, you know, the, perf the it was the perfect relationships, but the thing is, is that is that human. Okay, no one is, no one is going to find that hashtag relatable, and the main thing with this is that, the main thing with all of this, the most important thing you have to remember when generating conflict is to make it relatable. Now, the whole story, the fantasy story with elves and cat people and stuff like that, that may not be relatable. But, you know, the conflicts that we have between siblings or between us and someone we 
hate or don't like, you know, that's what makes it relatable. Or being stubborn or arrogant, we all can be that. We all have been that. You know, and while you can claim, I've never been arrogant in my life, just, well, maybe you were like it privately, or maybe... Or maybe it was just that one one day where you just felt like, you know, telling everybody, I am the greatest, I have done the greatest thing in the world. It's just, and you don't think of it as arrogance because you know what you did. You know that it was cool and amazing, but to others it may be perceived as arrogance. So that's something you have to keep in mind is that this has to be relatable. You have to be able to relate to not only the characters, but also to the conflicts, otherwise it may not seem justified in your readers or watchers eyes and that's what that's what i think really makes a conflict is that you know in some way the readers can uh, the watchers and the readers or whatever type of media story media you're making with this um can sort of see themselves in the protagonists or deuteragonist shoes and see themselves you know with this conflict that's what makes them relatable, you know? And um, another way to generate conflict is uh, between, you know, between the protagonist and the antagonist or anti-hero or, you know, um, rival or whatever you're going for in your story because there's multiple types of quote-unquote antagonists that aren't all antagonizing, you know? But... You know, you have to generate conflict between them. So, for an anti-hero, I'll just use this example. For an anti-hero, an anti-hero plays off of the protagonist because the anti-hero is meant to be an 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 embodiment of you know all of the dark sides of the protagonist. You know, take that kindness and flip it around. Maybe they're mean. Maybe they're not good. You know. And basically make, basically what I would do if I were writing an anti-hero is I would make them, um, make them rival the protagonist in a way that, um, make them rival in a way that really shows that, um, that difference between them. You know, I'd like to think of the anti-hero as someone the hero can become if they choose a certain path. So... You can do that, and that could generate conflict, you know. The anti-hero could be, like, in any typical story, you know, be like, you could be just like me. Or, or what you could do is you could take someone else the protagonist hates, that, um, you know, that they may, might be a bit m- more alike them. The anti-hero could be like, you're just like them, you know, to the hero. It'll be like you're just like that other person you hate. You know, for example, um, I was doing a story with um, another author thing. You know, we'd do a text back and forth kind of thing. And her character, her character really just like really hated her mom. Really, really did. Like, but the thing is, is throughout the story... Um, she did pretty much the exact same things as her mom did that made her hate her so much. And, you know, and the, and I made my character, who at the time was technically the anti-hero, it was a whole, like, possession kind of thing, you know, said that you're just like her, and, 
You know, that's one way to make a protagonist snap, in a way. You know, and just create this overwhelming conflict, and along with it, it creates a flurry of emotion, you know, like really angry or really sad or just something like that, something that people can feel, too. Be like, wow, that cut deep, you know, something they can relate to in that way. So, anyways, that's what I've got on conflicts for today. I, I have to say, this is... This is more thought out than I thought it would be, you know, like I've said before, that I am unscripted. So, um, the fact that I've been able to come up with so much stuff about conflict is actually pretty cool. So, anyways, that's it for today, and I will be seeing you all tomorrow. Good. Bye. Ah!